Have you been looking for an online business that will actually make you money? Well, your search is finally over at ecomsglobal.com. With Ecoms Global, you will find an opportunity to own your very own business that will make you real money. Ecoms Global has everything you need to start your very own home-based e-commerce business today. Included is a site builder, your own website with a content management system, product inventory, and even a shopping cart for your customers. Ecoms Global is the real deal, and they use the latest technology technology that accepts Bitcoin payments. Now you can own a real e-commerce business that is very lucrative for just $11.97. Stop searching the net for weeks and months at a time looking for opportunities that simply don't work. Ecoms Global is the world's only integrated e-commerce system. Start your very own e-commerce business in minutes. Visit ecomsglobal.com. You've wasted enough time. This is it. ecomsglobal.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Rock With Success, which is an award-winning show for professional women. We profile a collective of amazing women who are thriving to build their brand. Women are handpicked in various fields who can provide credible information to build your business and lifestyle. We are live each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigate. To learn more about us, go to our website at www.womenwhorockwithsuccess.com. Now, let's join our podcast host in the studio, Mrs. Diane Winbush. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show to Women Who Rock With Success Media. This is your show host, of course, Ms. Diane Winbush. And today we uh, continue our uh, features with actresses and um, filmmakers, authors, producers. And, of course, this is the time and season of the year where, uh, you know, you have a lot of film uh, makers are creating a lot of velocity for their audiences. So today we will have uh, with us today Miss Jamie Hart. She's an actor and writer. And she uh, is going to be in the studio with us today for the next 30 minutes, and she's going to be sharing a little bit about um, her uh, career and her actor's career and her as an author. So good morning, Jamie, and welcome to Women Who Rock With Success Media. Hi there, Diane. Thanks so much for having me. Perfect. So tell us a little bit about you. You know, I always like to like for the um, guests to be able to warm up with the audience. So tell us a little bit um, about you and um, why did you choose the acting uh, or actressing um, industry? Sure. Um, so my name is Jamie Hart. I'm an actor and writer uh, based in Toronto, Ontario. Um, and I'm one of the co-creators of Floppy Jones, which is a new series that will be airing uh, this summer on uh, Out TV, mm-hmm. uh, and I have kind of always wanted to be an actor. Honestly, I think it started just like from <laughs> being a kid and like you know when you play like make believe um, with your friends and stuff. I was like, I okay. think I probably just want to do this for the rest of my life uh, because it's like really interesting to me to pretend to be other people to like kind of try and connect with with someone totally different from you um, and uh, I guess what really got me into um, actually continuing as a, as a career path was uh, the Armstrong Acting Studio in Toronto mm-hmm. uh, where I started taking lessons when I was um, 
a preteen, and then I just continued with my, my acting education from there. Okay, okay. So, Kama, how does this differ? Because that was, was another question that we um, had for um, another filmmaker as the difference between, you know, it's a little bit different between American uh, producers and writers and, you know, and filmmakers. So how has that been also rewarding in that area? Because, uh, you know, the U.S. has different festivals, film festivals and what have you. And so we try to learn um, also about uh, more international uh, filmmakers, actresses, authors, because it's a difference between the two. Everybody has a different variety of taste of how they perhaps maybe present information to their genre. So kind of tell us a little bit about in, in the Canadian world, the difference, you know, in, in your world in regards to um, um, being an actress and filmmaker versus the U.S. Sure. Well, one of the great things um, in Canada um, and especially in uh, Ontario uh, is the kind of grant-based system for uh, writing um, or directing or producing, uh, where you have a project mm-hmm. and you can receive funding uh, based off of your pitches, um, and then it guarantees a certain mm-hmm. amount of Ontario labor or Canadian labor for your crew. Um, so, for example, okay. we pitched our project to Ontario Create uh, for Sloppy Jones, the new one that I'm working on right now. Um, okay. And the grant-based system is, I guess, the most obvious difference to me than, like, the major studio system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. that tends okay. to be, yeah, a little more accessible for, for um, I guess I would say, independent projects. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, and before we get into, uh, I guess, uh, Sloppy Joe's, Sloppy Joe's, we want to get into that, <laughs> in regards to the topic, <laughs> we're, we're going to put that on hold <laughs> Second, that is so yeah, cute no because I love I love how that's the reason why I ask the question because sometimes um, American filmmakers and producers and writers they'll come up with something uh, you know addressed in the United States according to their type of uh, I don't know uh, genre categories but the the, the the Canadian and Toronto and different other um, actresses and writers and filmmakers from other countries, they come in with these different days and topics. And it's just so wonderful. It's just, I'd be wanting to learn about what the name of the topic and where did it come from. So anyway, we're going to put that on in opinion right quick. We're going to, um, uh, you're the creator also of uh, Jane Slayer, uh, Captain Jenny, and Spelled, Spelled Brent. So we we want you to be able to share with, uh, to us a little bit about that too, if you would uh, mind. Sure. Uh, Spellbent, uh, specifically, is a project that's uh, currently in the development phase for me. Um, it is okay. a fantasy series uh, okay. based uh, in Toronto about witches uh, who are kind of like living in secret and they're being hunted. Okay. Uh, it's a like mix of forbidden love between like a, like a mortal girl and, um, and a witch and a action. Uh, I was, was, yeah, I shot a pilot uh, for it uh, in 2018, um, where I played like a, like a kind of warrior witch, like a conjurer who like summoned like different knives and stuff, shot a huge knife fight in an alley, which was awesome. uh, Yeah, so that one is uh, in development. We have the the pilot done and now um, we're in the process of creating 
you know, a, a formal, like, full-length series pitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, great. So how has this, that's what, this would be the next question. So how has this been fulfilling for you? How has this been rewarding for you as uh, your career as an actress and what have you? Sometimes, um, you know, individuals, this this kind of is sort of like a peak. I know that you shared with us um, at the top of the hour in regards to, you know, you, you know, like the fairy tales and what have you. And of course, we've had writers on the program as well to be able to share their, you know, Cinderella experiences. And so they go into the writing business in order to be able to create this type of uh, uh, fantasy, you know, as to who they would like to be. So how has this been rewarding for you in your career? How, what type of fulfillment has it given you to be able to provide all of these things for these type of genres and categories that you provide for your audience? Um, I think probably the most fulfilling thing for me is being able to write and create the sort of stories and roles that I wanted to see when I was a teenage mm-hmm. girl. Um, okay. Spellbent especially, actually, and, and Sloppy Jones. Um, <laughs> I learned a lot of the skills that I apply to my my current career from mm-hmm. my um, my teenage girl hobbies, things that we would call cringe if a 16-year-old was doing them for fun, but honestly are super applicable life skills. Uh, like, I was a fantasy okay. girl. Um, and so I read, like, ferociously, constantly, and very hungrily, and um, okay. I would write about it. And I would break down these stories with my friends, and talk about what worked and what didn't and what we wanted to see and what was missing uh, for for people who wanted to see what we wanted to see. And so now I get to actually work on and write and see produced the sort of stories mm-hmm. that I wanted to, to have available to me as right. a 16-year-old girl. Oh, wow. Okay, that is so wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so what is, if you would uh, would, um, would would choose, if you had to choose a specific genre that you like the best, which genre would you choose out of all of the um, work and projects that you have created? What would be the best one that you would choose and why? I mean, I love fantasy light fantasy okay. or just any kind of any kind of magic um especially if it's got you know uh, a, a literary reference in there okay 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 great and so um the the, the next okay well you finished i'm sorry go ahead oh no no sorry i was just gonna okay. say you know um that that i love uh books that, that cite their sources or movies that cite their sources. So um, if you can get like a King Arthur reference or like a, a Greek mythology reference in there, it's a bonus. 
Okay, okay, great. Okay, okay. So um, were there any mentors? And first of all, we're going to identify, so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what type of genres I love. But they're classical, though. I love mysteries. I love drama. And I love Ag- Agatha Christie. And Peter Falk is one of the favorite actors, uh, you know, uh, even though he's uh, passed away. But I still love Peter Falk even today. So would, who would be your favorite actor? And um, and how would that actor be comparable to what you produce now and what you create now? Oh, first of all, Agatha Christie, <laughs> great it. choice. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, Helena Bonham Carter has been my favorite actor for like. Mm-hmm. My entire life, like I think she was my back- desktop background for like twelve years. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. I guess. Gosh, I would hope to be comparable to uh, at all to to her. I guess just really um, trying to find the the dynamic uh, sort of differences between mm-hmm. uh, between all the different characters. She is so um, malleable. Like, she can play anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. I guess, I guess she, like, the coolest thing that she does is she kind of finds humanity in, in literally anything. And she's always she's always believable, even, uh, even when she's playing, like, just an absolute horrible person. You can tell that she has found oh. a way to make this person think that they're right. Um, and that's something right. that I think is like super important if you're going to give a, a convincing and fulfilled performance. Absolutely, absolutely, I absolutely agree. Okay, great. Thank you for that for that uh, for that answer. So we're going to get into Sloppy Jones. Okay, so we're going to um, first of all the first question. I'm going to take you one question at a time. And so the first question is in regards to Sloppy Jones is why Sloppy Jones. The title. What is it reference to the Sloppy Joe? So serious because I want to hear this. Because when you see this title, the first thing you think about is Sloppy Joe sandwiches. <laughs> so, yeah. So why? Um. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's um, it's a it's a slasher comedy series. Um, but it's set in a bar in uh, okay. Niagara, Ontario, and. The uh, owner of the bar is named Frank Jones, so it's the name of his okay. his bar restaurant, Sloppy Jones. Like it's it's like a pun restaurant name, and that's where the series is set. Okay, okay we were looking for something okay. that would say yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were looking for something that would say like kind of terrible, um, like dive setting and also right. tell you off the bat that it's like kind of silly and doesn't take itself super seriously <laughs> right. right because that's what I was saying you know it's a difference between American filmmakers and uh, how they uh, present their uh, titles and topics and then it's a difference between of course other international uh, filmmakers and producers and so that's the reason why I said, okay, Sloppy Jones. When I first saw this, I said, okay, Sloppy Joe Sandwiches. So this is kind of cute. So what 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 is the significance of it? 
as you already explained, but the, we want to get inside of the film. We want to talk about that and some of the takeaways in regards to the film itself, Sloppy Jones, and what it is that you, what, um, you're, you're interested in your audience to be able to take away from uh, the scenes. Sure. Yeah, so um, it is a, a short-form, six-episode slasher comedy for, uh, I guess, 18 to 39 uh, year old okay. um, about three twenty-something servers uh, who discover the dismembered torso of their kind of horrible boss, and they're being framed okay. uh, for for his murder. Okay. So they're trying to solve it, uh, clear their names, pay it, like they have to pay their rent and like go to work the whole time, and they're also just you know actively trying not to get murdered by whoever the hell did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness because okay if you see the topic you will t- think totally different of the takeaways from the uh, the actual uh, movie or film itself so that is so so cute so um what what are you working on now that you would like to uh share with the audience i know we had one filmmaker on and i think one was in a pre-production but of course we don't want you to be able to share that uh the information in regards to that so what are some of the um the things that you're working on now, projects, and then what would be some of the genres that you would like to explore later on uh, besides comedy and film? I mean, well, not film, but besides comedy. Yeah, um, I mean, Spellbound, the one we talked about before, is uh, the one that I, I think have the most leeway to talk about that's in development right now. Uh, so you can keep okay. an eye out for that by, uh, if you just follow me at telltale.heart on Instagram. Um, but that is uh, currently undergoing like a big big rewrite for its long form. Um, and we're taking all of the feedback that we received on the pilot um, and kind of adjusting it. Um, and of course, obviously, since its conception in 2018, like the world has shifted a lot and it's a modern setting so it has to be um adjusted accordingly Uh, that is what i've most actively got going on right now um and then yeah i guess sloppy is the biggest the biggest thing to to look out for that you can see like in completion shortly Um, so that should be out on out uh, sometime this summer. We're just waiting for um, an exact date, but we'll have it shortly. <laughs> okay, okay, great, great. So um, I guess uh, if there were any milestones that that you had to endure along the way before you actually um, got into film industry, were there any milestones that um, you accomplished during that period before Sloppy Joe or cre- while you were creating uh, Sloppy Joe? Because you know all of us, we all go through like, you know, just a little binge, a little challenge or something like that. It's a little bit more than like gaining weight. But it's, you know, we all have different types of milestones. So were there any milestones along the way while you were creating the film? Sure. I mean, getting your first set of funding is always the biggest hurdle, I think, for pretty much everyone and then after that mm-hmm. the more projects you get the easier it is for someone to say okay this person can handle a grant uh, so 
I had written like several spec scripts um, before Spellbent, but until I was 23, none of them went through. And Spellbent I've been working mm-hmm. on for a while. Um, it was actually originally called Alice Highcroft. Um, that was at one point the main character's, sorry, the main character's name. We changed it mm-hmm. uh, to mm-hmm. to Haley, which I think is uh, just, it was just it suited her better. Um, but I had a boyfriend, and I showed him all my drafts for it, and he told me that he thought it was girly and surface level, and I got so mad, and I broke up with him, and I applied for a grant, um, and I got it. Uh, so I would say that Spite is a powerful motivator, <laughs> and you should trust it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's great. That's great. Okay. So where do you think that we'll see you in the next five years? It is so funny. Okay. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. <laughs> so where where will we see you in your in your outcome? You know, we all have outcomes. We have forecasts. We have predictions. You know, I'm, I'm going to probably be starring on a stage or something like that or uh, on Broadway or something like that in the next five years. Not me, myself. That's just an example I'm bringing up. So where are you, where do you want to see yourself in the next five years? I know we got Sloppy Joe that's about the uh, Sloppy Jones. I don't know why I keep saying Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Jones. We have the film Sloppy Jones that's coming out, and it's going to uh, – I looked at the trailer. It seems like it's going to be very, very interesting for the audience. And so um, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be in the next five years as a long-term goal that you're trying to reach for your audience? We know that you're doing film. We know that you love to be able to create. You love comedy. You love to, you know, do some work with children, with youth as well in your films. So, you know, my thing is, you know, I'm always looking for new ways to do better things, even with our show, with Women Who Rock With Success Media. So I always try to look for ways to improve. So where do you see yourself or you want to be in the next five years with your film industry and productions? Yeah, um, I'm hoping that this um, that this series will kind of demonstrate my ability to, to handle a lead. Um, and okay. I would... You know, I'd love to lead a feature within the next five years. That's the goal I'm going to set for myself, <laughs> just a, mm-hmm. like a full a full feature-length uh, project. I would love if it was in the fantasy or horror genre uh, for, you know, okay. anyone okay. anyone out there. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm open to, you know, comedy. Uh, I would love to do action. I've got my black belt, so <laughs> hit a girl up. Okay. <laughs> Okay, great, great. Wow, it seems like you're already ambitious and you're ready for that. And I'm pretty sure with the um, the energy that you have, you will be able to pursue that and be able to accomplish and achieve that as well. So you all heard exactly what she said. And so five years, we're going to see her perhaps on Cinderella three or four. <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking, <laughs> but it is so. I love it when women have energy about what it is that they do. They have passion, and it also helps other women to be able to grow into um, what it is that they are doing, whether it's business 
it's acting, writing, or what have you, and uh, screenwriting and screenplays. It is so great. So this is going to be the last question before we get into you sharing with the audience how they can connect with you. And so we want to um, kind of learn a little bit about the your cast um, and the energy that you all play on the stage with one another. Um, and, the, and the reason why I ask this, you know, sometimes people may play out a role, um, Jamie, um, but sometimes the actors are not compatible with one another. Uh, you know, we learned that even on the old sitcom, the Jeffersons, with uh, I think it was the husband and the wife, they appeared to be husband and wife on stage, but they had a big conflict in real life and what have you. And I think that is so um, kind of sour, if I want to put parentheses around that word, for cast members to be able to play a role with with one another, and they are not compatible. They have issues and what have you. Um, but what was the screenplay about, you know, how was the casting with you and your uh, players and what have you, you being the creator, you being the writer, but uh, still with the cast as well? Because, because look, take it, look at it like this. If I'm producing something or if I'm writing a, a film, if I'm uh, putting the cast, I, I certainly want them to, make sure that they're a match. I That's the first thing that I would like. And I can go on and on about other episodes, television episodes, where the, where the you know, the husband and wife may have played husband and wife, but they had a huge conflict and there was a gap in conflict because you see it in the tabloids. You see it online. You see how they, you know, you, you know may have did documentaries or interviews and they really actually did not get along in real life. And so I don't think that that's, good for business or for the the stage. So in your perspective, you know, with your cast members and what have you, so how was the energy, you know, a little bit? You don't have to take us all the way into the dive of it because we're trying to, we're trying, we're working on the trailer part now, you know, watching the trailer um, of Sloppy Jones, but how was your cast with one another? I mean, um, our cast Everyone was reached out to directly for this. Uh, there wasn't okay. um, like an open an open call. Uh, we were very uh, careful, especially because um, the content is uh, is queer focused. Um, that we mm-hmm. weren't going to bring in um, anyone who would potentially make other cast members uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. So the cast was you know, very, very tight, uh, very strong. Uh, everyone we worked with before was, you know, super lovely. Um, and mm-hmm. we, if we didn't get along, this project was, you know, it, it's, it's like a high, like, like a high emotional stake project. It's got mm-hmm. comedy beats that have to bounce off of each other. Um, it was like a, a really packed shoot day every day that we were on set. Um, okay. If we didn't get along, it would basically have been on fire. Uh, so it was really important to wow. make sure that we were casting actors who mm-hmm. were going to create like a positive environment. Colin Mockery, who plays um, Frank, he's playing you know just the most the most horrible man on the show. But he is so kind <laughs> and so like okay. generous as a scene partner, and and that's just mm-hmm. such a super like incredible quality to have on set. Uh, same with Linda Cash, who plays uh, Deb. Uh, she's, you know, just brilliant and and talented, but totally not full of herself at all. So kind. 
so so sweet and and if we did not have that i don't think the humor in the show would work at all honestly um so yeah i I think i think it was it was a really positive um environment on set and it's something i'm really grateful for okay great great see i like to hear different uh you know and i i really do believe that the producers and filmmakers, and they were wonderful back in in the seventies and eighties. See, I come from a old from the old classical genre, <laughs> so to speak, and so I think um, that, you know they still um, had the spunk. But I think it's very very important that we you know match and make sure that um, the cast are compatible, so that when they get off screen, they will not be doing interviews with you know newscasters and and news broadcasters and what have you on the dislikes that they had playing with their playing the role with their cast. I think that's very, very important to make sure that they are compatible and that they are a match. So with the last question, um, Jamie, you have been a wonderful guest on today. Share with the audience as to how they can be able to connect with you or uh, connect with your trailer or where to be able to find Sloppy um, Jones. And if you would like for them to follow you on any of the social media platforms, you can be able to provide that information with the audience now. Sure. You can follow me uh, for my personal career updates at uh, telltale.heart on Instagram. That's T-E-L-L-T-A-L-E dot H-A-R-T. You can follow the series Sloppy Jones on Sloppy Jones Show uh, on Instagram, S-L-O-P-P-Y-J-O-N-E-S-S-H-O-W. And you can also follow us at Sloppy Jones on TikTok and Show Sloppy on Twitter. If you want to see the trailer, it's available on our Instagram right now. Uh, and we are also on YouTube as Sloppy Jones Show, where you can see the trailer and more behind-the-scenes clips. Perfect. Thank you so much for being our guest on today. I can be able to talk to you for the next two or three years. This has been a wonderful <laughs> interview with you on today, uh, Jamie. So thank you once again for being with us. Women Who Rock With Success, follow us over at 10 o'clock to Women Who Rock Investigates, where we will be talking um, about uh, women um, and the business grants um, uh, that we're due to them from the SBA and we're not. And so we're going to have Natalia Nicholson that will be in the studio on Women Who Rock Investigate. So to everyone, have a wonderful day. And once again, um, Jamie, thank you so much for being with us on today. Thanks for having me, Diane. It was lovely.